Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is May the 16th, 2019. Strong hand, offended by selling. Unique, be a unique beast. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Unconfiscatable. Don't FOMO on alts. Personal responsibility is the new counterculture. No fancy sets or graphics here. Look at my not fancy sets and graphics or whatever the heck I meant to say. All right, people. Remember, tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. No, sorry, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. here in the West Coast in Los Angeles. Uh, we're going to have This Week in Bitcoin. Stefan Levera from Australia will be on the show and some other guests. And yeah, in Australia, it'll already be Saturday at 9 a.m. in the morning in Sydney. So Australians, you better be watching tomorrow's show. Tomorrow's This Week in Bitcoin show. Pound that like button. One of your own is going to be on there. Australia, Aussie, 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 whatever you're saying is. I don't know what you're saying is. Uh, okay. So, and I'm not making fun of you. <laughs> I just don't know what you're saying. is. It's, it's kind of a funny saying. Uh, uh, where... I'm not even reading these things. Okay, yeah. And uh, also, if you have questions, people, type in Bitcoin Meister in the chat so I can answer your questions, so I can see it. That's the only way I can see your questions. You type in Bitcoin Meister. Ooh, I'm off today, aren't I? Uh, so, yeah, all these people out there saying it's alt season. It's altcoin season. No, it's never altcoin season. It's gambling for 80 percenters season, okay? For 80 percenters, it's always gambling season. It's always gambling, and they're always losing in the long run. That's altcoin season. So don't time try to time the market and say, well, now it's altcoin. Now I'm going to get in, and they're all going to go up, and I'm going to do so great, and I'm going to be able to sum it. No, it's gambling, dudes. It's gambling. Don't fall for that crypto noise. Sure, some alts are going to do well in terms of Bitcoin. You don't know which ones. You don't really know when it's going to happen. And there, there's no use cases for these things. They're simply ways of speculating and relying on pumps to perhaps gain value in Bitcoin and then get Bitcoin, maybe. Most of the people don't even value their wealth in Bitcoin. They're just trying to get more dollars out of the thing. And they'd be better off just learning to be patient uh, deferring gratification and holding Bitcoin because that's how you uh, that's how you develop some real value. Okay, and it's a new newfangled savings mechanism. But gamblers aren't in the savings. That's the whole thing, and I guess that's what altcoin season is all about. Uh, so, oh, the having show sent me uh, twenty Norwegian Corona. This dude has a show, by the way, on YouTube. Thank you. Thanks for a lot for the shout out two days ago, meow. And yes, if you go to my video from two days ago, I linked to him, but you can look him up. He's, he's a funny guy, The Having Show. And that's a good uh, on YouTube. And that is a, a, uh, it's a great name of a show because a lot of people are going to be talking about The Having uh, real soon. I mean, I've been talking about the 2020 Having since the day the 2016 Having ended. I'll be talking about the 2020 Having in a second, by the way. Uh, Jack McKay says, uh, what will you do with the time you save not worrying about price? Oh, well, I mean, I like to I like to watch videos on YouTube. I like to go running. Um, I like to prepare my healthy food. Uh, 
th those type of things get some get some rest <laughs> travel that those are some things you can do when you're not worrying about the price you productive endeavors i get involved with productive endeavors i'm in motion when you're worrying about the price you're not in motion you're going crazy but uh thank you for the uh, uh jack jake excuse me for the question and having show thank you for that uh donation you guys can support the show all sorts of links below uh sportsmeister.com disruptmeister.com follow me on twitter at techball t-e-c-h-b-a-l-t a reminder next thursday we're already here on thursday but next thursday i'm speaking in long beach 7 p.m i link to a video below that gaston who's putting on the event he he uh he made a great video it is linked to below watch it you'll get hyped for the uh, long beach event if you're in southern california come out it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun god willing hopefully my ride will be able to get me down there in time and hey if you want to be the ride uh contact me or contact gaston uh because there's a number of he, he might be the ride who knows you get a whole lecture by adam meister in the car if, if you want it uh for free and that usually costs uh well on youtube it's free all the time but uh the personal uh uh, if you ever want a, a consultation over the phone or whatever, that costs money. But hey, if you drive me to uh, Long Beach, it'll be free. But uh, we might have the ride set up already. I, I don't want to – the person who's going to give me the ride does so many nice things. I, I don't want to put them through so much, so maybe someone else could do the ride. Okay, because it's it's not easy to pick me up from here and then drive down to Long Beach. The traffic in L.A. apparently is horrifying. That's why I run. That's why I don't get into car. I don't drive. Pound that like button. I do get into cars, um, but I really don't like cars at all. That's for Saturday's show. Now, now I have just totally gone off topic completely. Here is a great, when we're talking about altcoin season, and I should have said this before, this guy, Setter, I can't pronounce the dude's name. It's linked to below. Now's not the time to go FOMOing into random pumping alts. Stick to what you believe in, <clears throat> Bitcoin, and where your research led you. Remember, you'll be creating taxable events and paying transaction fees on every trade. If you're not a professional trader, don't try to become one today. And yeah, on days that everything's pumping, no, you're not a genius, dude. You're not a professional trader. It's not a day to start being a, a, a trader. People don't FOMO into alts. That was one of my sayings at the beginning. That dude puts it in the words very nicely. On the day that on the days when everything is going up by 20%, everyone's a genius. Everyone's a trader, right? No. And then you FOMO into alt. You panic. You panic. You're like, oh, I should be in this newfangled altcoin that I, I don't even know what the heck it does. It went up by 20%. Don't, don't do that. Or you can personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Just don't come complaining to me when you have no, uh, you have nothing left, nothing at all. Uh, VJ, the real VJ, he has been on a VJ. I can't pronounce his last name. He's in Seattle. He's been on my show before. Great, great uh, uh, guy in the space. You got to read this entire thread, but I'm taking one tweet and I'm going to talk about it. But it's the whole thread is great. In the next few years, I believe it will become obvious that those companies that pursue the long-term strategy of financialization atop Bitcoin will be the strongest, perhaps only, players left in the space. 
They will become the JP Morgans of the 21st century. Now, the thread talks about all of the exchanges that are out there and how most of them base their revenue model around just listing as many coins as possible. But that's a pain to do. Um, uh, and there's always engineering uh, problems and uh, anything can go wrong with the, you have to know all these coins. The more you list, the more issues you can have. And of course you're getting all sorts of fees from it. Uh, but he suggests eventually and, and that many of the, anyway, and most eventually long-term, many of those coins won't even exist anymore. So why even get base everything around that revenue model? He says, why not try to find, you're getting all this Bitcoin in there. Why don't you try to financialize it? Now, I don't like financialization. I am not one to loan out Bitcoins and, and do all sorts of madness that uh, we're so used to that companies like JP Morgan already do. But there are there are already companies in the cryptocurrency space. He talks about BitMEX. He talks about other exchanges that do magical financialization uh, things with their uh, Bitcoin, with 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 their business model. And in fact, this is what, uh, the, I mean, this is what mainstream financial people love. They love that type of stuff. Now I don't love that type of stuff. You don't have to participate in that type of stuff, but this thread is about what is going to be the successful revenue model for exchanges and in, in the space in general. And yeah, financialization pays for those who can master it. Okay. Listing every single altcoin and, and his brother, Sure, it looks nice now. You're able to get fees now, but there are complications involved in it. So there's your advice. Uh, all of VJ gives a uh, free advice out there for all you crypto companies that are involved with holding uh, lots of Bitcoin and trading it, uh, encouraging people to trade it for altcoins, which is ridiculous to do. All right, um, but yeah, I know there are a lot of people out there screaming, what, J JP Morgan of crypto? Yeah, someone's going to become the JP Morgan of crypto. Who cares? They're going to have to buy a lot of Bitcoin. We're holders of Bitcoin. We're going to benefit. There's going to be financialization in the space. It won't be pure anymore, you say? Well, then you drive, then sell all your Bitcoin, dude, <laughs> if you care about the space being pure. This is where the big boys play. People can try whatever they want to try with Bitcoin. As long as you're holding it and controlling your own private key, you're going to be benefiting from these risk takers if they succeed. Okay, Guy Bennett sent five bucks in the super chat. He says, any Bitcoin you have and can, so read that thread by VJ. It's great. Any Bitcoin you have and continue to buy today will go through two halvings within the next five years. Keep a strong hand and accumulate. Yeah, that, that is a great point. And Guy had DM'd me about that uh, just a few minutes ago. And... Yeah, if you if you can't save for five years, I mean, I don't know what what your issue is, dude. You can't defer gratification for five years. We're at that point where you could defer gratification for five years. You're going to go through two halvings. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's not a long time, man. I've been making I've been got videos from six years ago on here from 2013. It, it goes by. It goes by, and it's well worth it. The whole of the Bitcoin the whole time. Pound that like button. Trust me on that one. Trust me on that one. Um. Okay, in this altcoin madness world that we live in, and in this uh, don't FOMO and alts world that we live in, there you're going to get tempted still. And, and hey, this is where the big boys play. So if you want to, if 
people who are going to tempt people into altcoins, we can warn you about them, but you just can't fall for it. I was I stumbled upon a Twitter feed. I'm not going to give it out because I don't want to embarrass the person. I couldn't believe what I read. The guy calls himself a security token specialist. And he's talk and he believes strongly that security tokens are the future of of the space. Oh my god, I can't believe this. Anyone can call themselves anything in this space by the way. I mean, and that's a pretty good marketing title. I'm a security token specialist. And for that reason alone, people are going to be, this guy sounds pretty smart. I'm going to listen to everything he does. Oh my God, what a mistake. Dude, I know that sounds exciting. Like the guy is smart and everything. Just hold your Bitcoin. It sounds boring. I know. It doesn't sound very smart. It sounds so simple. Well, Adam, that's so simple. I just buy and hold Bitcoin and wait and, and save. Yes. Or you can go do what the security token specialist tells you to do. You choose personal responsibilities, new counterculture. I'm just, who knows what other titles are going to come out up now soon. Oh my God. I, this is the evolution of the space. I mean, it puts a big smile on my face, but BK, there are a lot of 80 percenters are going to fall for stuff like that re real, real fast. All right. Ooh. And yeah, call yourself anything you want to call yourself. I don't give a darn. Chris, Chris Gilliard has a tweet out there. That just gets me hyped for the having, but we're not into the having hype zone yet. Oh, not yet. Don't worry. We're, we're still a little bit away from that. Did you realize we're about one year out from the biggest supply shock in the history of financial markets? Dude, I love that saying. Pound that like button for the biggest supply shock in the history of financial markets. I mean, it well could be. That's the way you hype the having. I'll tell you that. Load up while you can. Bitcoin having. And then he says, P.S. Register for the Mimble Wimble coin. <laughs> so, yeah, MWC airdrop is, is coming for Bitcoin holders, too. And Chris, it deals with that. His tweet is linked to below. But that is some having hype right there, dude. And it's, and we're early for having hype. Well, if we're talking about MWC coin, uh, we might as well bring up Andy Hoffman's latest steam it, which I thought was I thought was good. I really did think it's it brings up a good point about this mimble wimble space that everybody is like thinks is the altcoin flavor of the month. We got we've got Beam, we've got Grin, and dude, Grin is like unlimited supply, and Beam they're going to 10x their supply uh, over time. I mean, there's more than 10, over 10x their supply, so that, that's that's pretty inflationary on Beam's part and hyperinflationary on uh, Grin's part. And then Chris, all he's doing is creating a coin that's got a, a pretty limited supply there. It, it's it's sound money compared to those things. So if this MWC technology is so great, at Mimble Wimble technology is so great, I would want to have the coin that is the that's the least supply, the, the, <laughs> the MWC, the soundest of all of the the, the three. So, dude, keep on hyping that aspect of it, Andy Hoffman and Chris. And, yeah, I hope it does great because I'm getting it for free, baby. And, yeah, I'll be turning into Bitcoin. So, that's it's, – it's again, all it is is a crypto dividend. Uh, you, you, it's an airdrop. you got to sign up for it, mwc.mw. We, we've talked about it many times on the show, but they're new people to the show. And, again, I'm not pumping altcoins or anything like that. I am talking about crypto dividends, things that you get for free and you turn them into Bitcoin, baby, because you don't buy, for me, my whole, one of my things is don't buy something you can get for free, but don't worry, the 80%ers will be buying it soon enough. 
even though they could have found out about it on the show for free. But hey, there are no fancy sets or graphics, so they're not here very often. Okay, pound that like button. The rock in a world of panic is Bitcoin, okay? I am, again, I'd like to watch other videos that deal with space, that deal with some little politics here, current events, uh, philosophy. So I, I all different. And then of course, you know, I, I check regular sites and you're, you're bombarded by these panic stories that the mainstream media puts out there. Russia and, oh, what's going on in Alabama with that political bill? It's the end of the world. Everything, women will have no freedom anymore at the end of the world. Panic prison, live in a panic prison. Don't be in, in motion, all this craziness. Okay. And you know what? I don't, I don't like that stuff. I point it out. I call it out all the time. But I got to say, I got to say that it's a world of panic. And some people will, because of that, they'll be like, well, how do I protect myself from all this end of the world type of stuff? They will find Bitcoin. We're talking about the China situation, the trade war. People are finding Bitcoin because of that. Okay. So the, the, the silver lining on all this insane, you know, people going in crazy over the, and, and, and totally panicking, uh, What's the darn word, word I'm looking for? Being hysterical, hysterical is the world uh, over every story. Every there's a new hysterical story every day out there. Russia, <laughs> Russia, this, Russia, that. Uh, so some people will just be like, "I'm tired of this. I'm going to get into Bitcoin. This will stick." You know, if the whole world ends, if bad things happen, if if, if everyone's hysterical, if it if it pays off, if they if they're right, well then I have Bitcoin. I'm protected. So the more the, the more panic that's out there, I think the more logical people will wake up to Bitcoin. It is a rock in the world of panic. So if you ever feel yourself panicking, get some more Bitcoin. And don't panic, people. It, it's such nonsense out there, the hysterical stuff. And Bitcoin is the real thing. Hey, B Brian says, thank you for supporting my live show with Vortex earlier. Yeah, guys, check it out. It was a real good show. UK Bitcoin master. He tweeted it out. Vortex tweeted it out. Ivory tweeted it out. So T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T, check that out. You can click on one of my recent tweets and, and watch Brian's show with Vortex. It was very good. Um, all right, I don't see uh, any more questions. Again, people, if you want to do questions, uh, you just type in Bitcoin Meister. I keep forgetting my name and uh, I will see it. Okay, GBTC price, the GBTC fund. I said the other day, and I linked to their uh, what their price is right now. It says it's 10 bucks. So you multiply it by a thousand to see what people value Bitcoin at. Okay, people are willing to pay that much to be part of this fund, and they pay a premium because they can't hold their own Bitcoin. I think it is absolutely ridiculous. But I wanted to correct myself because you multiply the number by a thousand. It used to be a hundred. I think it used to be ten at one point. They they recalibrate it all the time, but. So I'm pointing that out now that the people are so into Bitcoin that they are valuing it at $10,000. Certain people are because they, they want uh, Barry Silver to hold their Bitcoin for them. It's, it's crazy, whatever, but I'm, I'm just pointing that out. It is linked to below. Back in Baltimore, where I grew up, the, the, it's still, the hack is still going on. The the hacker is still holding the city of Baltimore for ransom. He wants Bitcoin. Oh, it is true. He really does want Bitcoin. Now they're mentioning it in the articles. 
And it's and now this story is creeping into uh, Bitcoin media articles too, not just the Baltimore Sun. But something I have been informed about that is just incredible. You can't know there are no more real estate real estate transactions in Baltimore City now because nothing can be recorded. All the computers are down. For so for the last few days, the real estate agents can't. Nothing is closing. Now, if if you had a deal set up. With in Baltimore City real estate, it's not being finalized. That this dude, wherever he is, has stopped the real estate market in Baltimore. So clearly, this is costing Baltimore City quite a lot in reputation, in taxes. Baltimore City collects all sorts of taxes. On when some deals have fell fell through because of this, now real estate agents are complaining. Um, so this is this also shows you. Um, you know, people complain about how, how slow they're, oh, Bitcoin is slow. Bitcoin. Again, I have pointed this out before. Imagine if real estate transactions weren't based on this old method of recording and it, they just dealt with Bitcoin now. Okay. You would have to wait 10 minutes to send your Bitcoin, your $100,000 in Bitcoin, and then the deal would be done. That's it. Now look at this. You, you can't, you can't do in terms of time right now in Baltimore city, it's infinite the amount of time to do a, a transaction. No one knows when you're going to be able to do it. They, it's it's up in the air. This is what this is what an old system is all about and one day all people will update to bitcoin, okay? And you won't have to worry about hackers slowing down uh or completely ending real estate transactions in your city. You'll with bitcoin, you don't have to worry about that. You wait 10 minutes, that's it instead of what's going on now. All right. Uh, survival bros says, do you think BSV caused the last big dip? No, you said, I do. It, it scared some people. And, you know, Simon Dixon and I were talking about this. I think at first it scared people, but did it, did that keep it, the price of a Bitcoin down the entire time? No, it's a, you know, this is a cyclical thing. Again, it did freak some people out. It freaked some newbies out. It played a role. I don't know how big of a role in it, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it too much. You know, again, a lot of people want answers. Why did the price go down? Sometimes you just gotta let it flow, man. You gotta let it flow. Some people become very obsessed and, and create these long, complex narratives about why the Bitcoin price went down, and it's just a waste of time. Uh, but thank you for the question. Where did you first hear about Bitcoin? <laughs> um. It was definitely on these doom economic sites. And one of the first, definitely, first people specifically I can remember is the Shemitah guy who lives down in Mexico. And I don't even say his name. He was not as ridiculous back then, to say the least. He was not, I guess his alcohol problem was not as bad back then or his drug problem, whatever problem, mental problems that guy has down in Mexico. Um, before, you know, he was... For, you know, pumping EOS and pumping B cash and whatever that dude does down there. And how anyone does, how anyone goes to that guy's event is, is beyond my understanding. But no, he was back, he was definitely one of the first places I had heard of it. And so that was like in 2012 or 2011 or something like that. Um, definitely for, from that guy in Mexico, the Shemitah guy, ridiculous guy, ridiculous. Yeah, whatever, what happened to the Shemitah? What happened to the end of the economic world, dude? And everybody forgets it. And people still listen to the guy and say, think that whatever he says is going to happen. Eos, he talked about. Okay, Wee Dinga says, uh, Bitcoin Meister, okay, he wants 
Bitcoin pound that like button. Hackers don't want any cash. Ha ha ha. We want Bitcoin. Well, yeah, dude, that is a lesson. Hackers know they don't want they don't want um <laughs> they don't want fiat. They want Bitcoin. It, it tells you that Bitcoin has a, a lot of value. We dingus. Okay, I uh, and that Winwo TM was the one who asked me about where I first uh, heard of uh, Bitcoin. And thank you, both of you. Uh, Bitcoin Meister, like paper wallets? Nope, hate them. Don't don't even like to talk about it. Survival Brothers said that. I hate them because if I if I say I like them, people will get them and then they can't get their Bitcoin off their paper wallets. And and I think people, you have to really know what you're doing. You have to you have to know what you're doing to to get a paper wallet, okay? Because you have to know how to extract the Bitcoin from it, and it's not that easy. It's easy to get your Bitcoin onto the paper wallet. Then how do you get it off of the paper wallet? And a lot of people can't do that. So I don't like paper wallets for that reason um, because I, there are a lot of people that don't have the skill at this time to, to know how to handle them at all. Um, me personally, I, I mean, I, I can I can totally handle it. Yeah. But I don't. I don't do it. I don't mess with it at all. I have. There are reasons in the past why I've had to have an altcoin on the on the paper wallet before, and so that was fine. And of course, I've turned them into Bitcoin, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, thoughts on when Lightning will will be mainstream next decade? <laughs> next decade, not 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 twenty nineteen. Oh, and so yeah, that that's pretty ambiguous though. What I just said there, say next decade. Don't worry about it too much. Uh, it, it it won't be twenty twenty either. Maybe maybe 2023, 2022, 2021. I, I I don't know. I, I don't worry about too much. I, I'm pretty patient with that. Longer than most people think. It's in the crypto space, things take a little longer than than, than most people think. But it, it 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 will happen. It will be, you'll know it, it it'll be mainstream. People won't even call it lightning network. People will be like, that's how I send my Bitcoin. That's how I paid uh, you know, the less than uh, a cent for to get that information on the internet, just to send that tweet on Twitter. Um, it, 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 that's when we'll, we'll know it's mainstream. They'll just be like, yeah, it's, it's Bitcoin. All right. Jet Blake said, uh, Germany Stuttgart. Oh God. A lot of questions here now. I hope you're, uh, Stuttgart, Germany is allowing, uh, Bitcoin purchases. Do you think German influx, influx will help rise the value to 30 K? No, but it, I mean, it'll, it'll do something. It'll do something. Um, I mean, it, it would, it would take a lot. I mean, this is it. it's allowing Bitcoin purchases, but how many people are going to be able to do that? Actually, how many people will want to do that? I wouldn't want if I was in Germany. I wouldn't want to spend my precious Bitcoin on anything. Um, but hey, it's it will help over the long run. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Humor. Okay. It's invention was just advising someone. Uh, invention sent five bucks. Hey, the Shemitah is real. I heard about it on the web bot. Yet, yet, very similar things there. Very similar things. Thank you, Benjamin, for the five, the five bucks. All right. Okay, that's that's the questions. So let me go back. We we talked about Baltimore, and um, I did want to talk about. You know, someone brought up SV, and it pumped the other day. I think it. it I think it partially pumped. Not that you should care, but I think it partially pumped because there was Bcash FUD. Because the Bcash, um, Bcash had their, their fork that sort of went odd, to say the least, their upgrade. So I think some of the Bcash money ran back into SV and maybe some of the miners started uh, mining SV for fear of Bcash. I will say this with the SV pumpers. They're about to have an event 
So I, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets back over 1% of a Bitcoin again, um, but who really cares? I mean, it is, it's so centralized. And so, yeah, their big convention they're going to have soon will probably pump it. And my God, reading that stuff on Twitter, and by the way, that's a total waste of my time to read the SV stuff. So shame on me for doing that, <laughs> for getting caught into that crypto noise, but everybody gets distracted sometimes. Uh, I, I mean, I, I can't even believe some of the, the SV promoters. I mean, they think at the event there's going to be a big re revelation. I mean, <laughs> that you know who is going to prove that he's the guy. And it just shows, it just shows how many people are willing to feel, fall for anything. People want to fall for stuff. I mean, it, it's a, if people fell for BitConnect, they obviously could fall for, uh, for that. So, I mean, that, that puts a perspective on it too. Um, I was going to talk about the Ethereum. Uh, the, the other day we talked about the that 92% of uh, the fees out there for transactions are, are Bitcoin and 8% of the fees uh, for transactions in all of crypto are, are Ethereum. And then the rest of all the altcoins make up nothing, basically nothing. And it did, I thought about it and I did the ratio, you know, eight, eight out of a, uh, Every $100 spent on transactions in crypto is for Ethereum. $92 every $100 in transactions in crypto is Bitcoin. So you do that ratio, 8 over eight of 92, it's 8.5%. And for me, now again, I'm not making it, I don't say, I'm not saying to buy Ethereum, I'm not saying to do anything. But in the past, Ethereum has been worth 10% uh, of a Bitcoin. Right now, it's about 3.3% uh, of a Bitcoin. I wouldn't be surprised if it does get up to 8.5% of a Bitcoin again, based on that ratio. Um, uh, because and, I mean, that, that's actually something it's real. People use Ethereum. Now there are people going to say, well, the only reason it's, they're not really using Ethereum. They're fake transactions. Okay. But, but for that, again, it is the number two crypto in the world. Never say that ripple is. And yeah, I don't like either of them. I'm not fans of it, but the, let, let, again, no, Ethereum is much better than Ripple. Much, much, much better. No, no comparison at all. But if Ethereum and Bitcoin are supposed to do completely different things, but based on transactional uh, cost, um, that, that, for those of you who value your wealth in Ethereum, I, I think right now Ethereum is, is undervalued uh, uh, according to uh, those people who care about such things. And I don't really care about such things. But I, I did. I did. I really like that pie chart, and it really, it really put into perspective how top tier Ethereum is in terms of altcoins, and how Bitcoin is just in another world. One Bitcoin is one Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. All right. And Satoshi Satoshi says, Bitcoinmeister, do you know Jeffrey Tucker, and what do you think of his negativity toward Bitcoin and support for Bcash? I personally think. It's really sad. Dude, I did not know Jeffrey Tucker was supporting Bcash. Now, I, I, so I, I don't want to say that he is because I see no proof of it. Jeffrey Tucker ha has had business dealings in Baltimore before. I almost met him in Israel. I missed him by a little bit. He was visiting Tel Aviv when I was in Tel Aviv at one point. I think Jeffrey Tucker is a guy I learned about, I, I knew early on from watching some of those shows, okay? So I've known about Jeffrey Tucker from since before I owned Bitcoin. So he was one of the guys that got me into, into Bitcoin. That was another question. So I, I don't, he's talking about Bcash now? I, I did not know about that at all. I did not know about that. So I don't want to, if he's talking about that, I think that's really unfortunate that if he thinks Bcash is the real Bitcoin. I don't know. You said, 
do you know Jeffrey? So I know Jeffrey. I know of him. I have not. I, we exchanged uh, DMs once. Um, and what do you think of his negativity toward? I, I mean, if he has negativity toward Bitcoin, that, that's really unfortunate. That's that's very unfortunate. He's a. I think he's a smart guy, and uh, I, I I will look into that. I will t thank you for bringing that to my attention. I, I had no idea, so I will uh, I will look into that. Okay. And. Uh, what else do we have here? Did I talk about Ethereum? Oh, finally, finally, Andrew Yang. Because I, I did say I would talk about Andrew Yang. And I've been looking forward to his speech at uh, Consensus yesterday. I thought it might make the news, some mainstream news. Sure enough, Fortune did write about it. Fortune.com said, Andrew Yang, the crypto candidate for president. He says, Andrew Yang wants to be the crypto candidate for president. And he hopes to regulate the blockchain. So apparently Andrew was throwing out the word blockchain a lot. That's kind of this, that kind of makes me want to vomit. But he did get if he crypto candidate for president. Jump on that, Andrew Yang. Jump on. No other candidate wants to be the crypto candidate for president. No other candidate is positioning even coming close to positioning themselves that way. If you know of a candidate that is positioning themselves that way at all, please inform me of that, and I, I will talk about that. Because again, I think all these people are sociopaths. Andrew probably isn't a sociopath, um, but um, but they do. People follow that soap opera. So all the eighty percenters follow the political soap opera. They're going to become obsessed with it uh, every day that passes. They become more and more obsessed with it. So if another one starts talking about crypto. Great. So I, I think it's great that Andrew uh, spoke. Um, it's unfortunate that he thinks he talks a lot about blockchain. I don't know how much he really knows about Bitcoin or whatever, but he he does have interest in it. He wants the United States to, if he were he were if he were to become president, uh, you know, there to be some regulation, but to make things easy. He knows this is a big thing. He knows this is a big thing, which is good. He's not he's not ignoring it, and he got it into Fortune, and some other people are going to hear about it. So, crypto candidate for president that that's even a term now is great. 2016, there was nothing. You couldn't even imagine something like that. But hey, we're, we're there where we're people want to be the crypto candidate for president. So uh, thoughts on privacy alts, says Harrison Wiles. They're the ones that are going to last a little longer. Um, uh, again, I say we're going to get the Mimble Wimble coin for free. So let's let's play around with it. Um, Monero has, has stayed the course. Uh, which one's going to be the most private? The Monero type of one, the Zcash type of one, the Mimblewimble coin type of one? I don't know, um, but I do. I do think there is that little niche is going to stick around the longest. Okay, we've had all we, we've had coins that said they're the uh, the governance coins that didn't last very long. Did it? Governance coins that was going to be a big thing. So uh, eventually, Bitcoin will build something on something will be built on top of some of Bitcoin, a second layer solution that will mimic whichever privacy coin does it best. So uh, again, don't buy them because you're getting one of them for free by holding Bitcoin. That's uh, MWC. Uh, that, so that, those are my thoughts on privacy altcoins. De and so Satoshi, Satoshi said, definitely look into the Jeffrey Tucker thing. I was shocked because I too knew him before Bitcoin. My guess is he sold out to King of the Trolls. I, I was about to say maybe he probably – he has definitely met King of the Trolls because Jeffrey Tucker does go to that event in Mexico, I believe. So he I, he's probably met King of the Trolls and I wouldn't – who knows? I don't, I don't, I don't want to make accusations. I am going to look into that. That is, that is definitely uh, – again, that's drama. It's distraction, but it is a story. And Wee Dinga says 
he wants to use blockchain for voting. I guess you're talking about Yang. Okay. I mean, that's fine. That's good. If they can figure out a way to do that, that's, that's great. Then it's not a gimmick, whatever. That's fine. All right. And, and Brian UK master is going to get the last word. He says, great show as always Bitcoin Meister. Thank you. Bitcoin master. Everyone check out his channel. Pound that like button here. Pound that like button on his Vortex show. Check out Vortex's channel also. These are hardcore big. This is who I hang with. These are the people that I have on my show. Um, tomorrow, again, tune in at uh, 4 p.m. West Coast time, 7 p.m. in New York. It'll be London. You guys will be asleep. Uh, excuse me, 7 p.m. in Baltimore. I didn't want to say. And then it'll be Saturday morning in Sydney. It'll be uh, 9 a.m. there. Uh Stefan Levera will be on. And what I was going to say, if you go to techbalt.com, you can watch all of my old, uh, all of the This Week in Bitcoin shows I've ever done. And the people that I have on this show are the people that I like to follow, that I listen to, that are hardcore Bitcoin people, 90% of them at least. Okay, some are, you know, there's some regrets that I've had on in the past. And there's some people that have changed a little bit. Uh, and because they're my friends, I let them, I keep on getting them on. It's always good to get a different perspective. But again, most of the people there, they're all smart people. And um, you could learn a lot and you'll, your hand will strengthen from watching the, the guests on the This Week in Bitcoin show and following them on Twitter, reading their stuff, reading their blogs, watching their videos. So that's, again, UK Bitcoin Master. Obviously, we've been on Vortex, has been on. Stefan Leverow will be on tomorrow. Who knows who else will be on tomorrow? Bang that bell button, click on those squares, pound that like button. Uh, see you guys tomorrow at uh, 4 p.m. Los Angeles time. Bye-bye.